about this time. Strap yourselves in. Let's take you on this ride with Next Legacy. We a radio station for the people. Providing hella heat. Let's get to it. Next Legacy Radio, we're coming through your room Interviews on deck with guests listening to Hashtag and imagine if it was you What's happening, we packing with people coming through How about you? Lace it up, we ready, providing hella heat Turned up, we racing to it, track me Y'all ready for this journey of a lifetime This Next Legacy agent just like fine wine Tune in NextLegacy.com Getting you ready for this interview. Let's get to it. Radio station for the people. Yeah. We got hella heat. We got hella heat. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Everything that is everything. This is Next Legacy Radio. I am Charles. I am Brandon Madison, and I have my beautiful guest, Monique Marie. We're going to talk her music. We're going to talk other people's music. We're going to talk the music industry. We're going to talk about all the stuff. So, uh-uh. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no, no. We ain't doing uh-oh here we over come. here. We're going to have some fun, though. We're going to have some fun. How you doing? How you doing? I've been, I've been good. I'm just thankful to God to be here, you know, and... um. Just, I had a great day today. You know, I can say that. Um, you know, the new year is starting off pretty good. So this this is a blessing. You know, I, I appreciate you tapping in. I'm proud of everything that you're doing, um, and making sure that, of course, we as of course artists and other journalists. And you know, I saw the mom the other day, the athletic mom. You know, people that are just you know supporting other people. So I appreciate everything you're doing. I'm good because you're good. <laughs> people help people. People help yeah. people. I believe I believe Absolutely. in that wholeheartedly. I believe in um we we can't do anything alone. You know what yeah. I mean? Oof. There has to be a a, a, a like minded individuals who want to have a seat at the table so we can figure out how to grow and build yeah. generationally. You know what I mean? Not just for themselves, because that's on some selfish stuff. We ain't we ain't about that. You know what yeah. I mean? We gotta build yeah. for others. Well, we rise by lifting others, you know, and it's not, it's it's like literally it's real because I have, I can actually say from 2020, the beginning of me even starting, of course, you know, during the pandemic, just talking about other people's music, other people's gifts, um, other people's shows, you know, um, it has obviously increased my obviously exposure too. So with no thought of even doing that it just it's just happening you know because of the fact that you know we're talking about others like what you're talking about so no doubt how how i mean but you know i feel like I, i've known you and your music for a hot minute so you know yeah. it's not just overnight you know what i mean you got a lengthy history so tell the people who don't know you uh how'd you get started doing music um why are you doing music and what's motivating you still to do it to keep going. Well, I'm Monique Marie. I'm from Oakland, born and raised. I was raised in East Oakland, California. Uh, you know, was out there in the 69 village, grew up on 73rd and Hillside, had a hardworking mother. Uh, my mother raised me, um, single mother uh, raised me until she had met my stepfather. Um, and he was a musician. 
Um, and definitely when they got married, he like made me perform all the time. Like I was on stage somewhere. It didn't have to be, you know, um, at a venue, just needed to be like in the venue in the house. And that taught me to always kind of like give it to everybody when you're singing, you know, no matter what, like perform wherever you are, this is a performance. And so um, just starting there, it was, it's crazy because I was really shy, like in high school and in college, I graduated, um, ended up moving to Vallejo, uh, graduated from Vallejo High and came back to the Bay Area, went to Cal State Hayward, I don't know why, they, they call it Cal State East Bay now, of course. Um, but um, yeah, I studied at Cal State Hayward and um, it's crazy because I was double majored to be a criminal defense attorney was originally my goal. Um, just wanted to defend those who were innocent. And during that time, my roommate was a singer and she was like, join us with this group. You know, we should do a group. And there was three of us. Um, and unfortunately one of us, and I wouldn't say me, one of the singers started dating the producer. So what would happen, of course, when they would get into it, you know, we wouldn't be able to practice we wouldn't be able to rehearse it was like so it made me think like as much as I love groups you know grew up obviously listening to In Vogue you know the Supremes all these amazing groups Destiny Child I just kept saying I don't know if I could ever do it because it just kind of was discouraging every time we would be ready they weren't ready because they were arguing you know so it just made me think like just stay single stay solo <laughs> you know do backup do you know stuff like that and so that's what I did I just I started you know my own thing and started writing and um just stay focused you know but I didn't really start really really getting into singing and wanting to record until probably like I want to say shit maybe 2010 even if that you know and uh, my cousin Nolly, rest his soul, who just passed away. You probably saw me post about him. Mm -hmm. um, he introduced me to Marcus Garvey, who's an Oakland producer, who pretty much let me come into the, an amazing studio ran by Tommy McElroy. You know, he put on In Vogue um, out there in Emeryville, and the rest was like the beginning of me starting to really like put singles out. And it hasn't been consistent, you know, because I'm a full-time employee, got to pay the roof over my head. But um, it's, I'm always writing. I have a lot of songs I've never released, you know, um, and every now and then I'll release a single. Um, and so that's how that started. Look, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned, <laughs> well, you mentioned a lot, but you mentioned, um, you know, uh, somebody messing with the producer. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's, that's, that was the beginning of the end for Involve. You know that, right? Like, I didn't know that. That's crazy. And you see I, how I just like shied away from it, not even realizing like this is not gonna ever go because it's based upon if they're ready for us to be seen, so to speak. And, and you know, Involve got oh, you know, they got Bay Roots, so you know what I mean. Like, well, it's yeah, Cindy. Um, I, you know, Cindy, right? The main, like, the main vocalist. Uh, her vocal coach is my vocal coach, Horace Tolson. So yeah, he's out of San Francisco. I, I'll tell you more stories behind the scenes off off of that because we ain't gonna get into that. But see, what what you mentioned is 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 literally like, and, and I'm glad you're going your own lane because yeah. it, it's sometimes you need to go that path, and sometimes you gotta go journey solo in order for you to click up and just be around other people who only have the mission in mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. 
It's you important. can get caught up. They want to, you know, you start sleeping with them and not that I know anything about it, you know, but <laughs> I mean, people can get yeah. caught up. You know, it's like you can get really it, the direction. I mean, you could, you're already doing things such as what normal people do, which is work a regular full-time job. Um, I've never been one to just want to get discovered and not work, but there has been times where I just would leave my job because I do know who I am. You know right. what I'm saying? I know what's in me and I know what I possess, but at the same time, it's like I have to pay my bills. I have to eat. Listen, I was just messaging somebody maybe about 20 minutes ago about what you said as far as, you know, just you could I mean, because I could separate business from personal. Some people can't right. um, and it, it will mess up opportunities if you can't compartmentalize what it is that you're trying to do as a unit. Absolutely. I don't I'm not going to shut down like situational issues where you might. You just can't deny whatever it is that you're feeling for somebody. You're going to do what you do. But, I mean, just have a heart in the mission at hand. Because when people start messing up, like, you know, I'm going to sabotage your career. Then it's a whole personal thing where it's just like, it's horrible. I, I mean, you just said it. We've seen it happen in yeah. our bay, in the bay. You know what I mean? So and they know too much, you know? So it's like, they know they know your weaknesses. They know a lot about you. They know what's gonna hurt you, you know? And obviously stopping you is hurting you, you know? Harming you, slowing your music down is, is hurting you. Especially if yeah. you got a lot of songs done. It's like, we did all this for what, you know? Exactly. And and, so, and, and Monique, I think, it's, I think it's imperative for other people to know too that, um, being a musician and putting yourself out there, not just producers, but, you know, other, you know, people you might collab with or anything like that. You're showing your vulnerable side, too, as far as your career path, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just like, here, let me throw this person on the track, this, that, and the other. You're showcasing your talent because you're trying to move up the ladder. You're not just trying to make yeah. a song just to make one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's like, I stay prayed up. You know, I'm not religious i have a relationship with god i believe in god um i wouldn't be doing none of this my gift comes from god um you know and so i pray daily because of the fact that what you're talking about you know um it takes strength you know even when we're like doing stuff like what we're doing you know being heard i could just be doing a, a acapella just on on my page and you know may not get no responses and it's still it's okay because Somebody needs to be touched. Somebody needs to feel what I'm feeling or somebody just needs to be uplifted, so to speak. So I get great vibes and energy king when I sing happy birthday to people. Like real talk, I just want to say happy birthday to you. You know, okay. and if I could make you smile and make you happy because you didn't hear it, nobody thought about you today, then guess what? Then I've, I've done something great, you know? That's so, a blessing right there. That's a blessing. Yeah, Listen, Monique, you have same. a certain... You have a specific sound that I feel like not just should be brought to a higher stage, but clearly you have some you have some soul in you that's just on a, you know, a different kind of path. Because I'm not trying to compare like artists to other artists or anything like that. It's just, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm, and I'm spotlighting you because, you know, like I said, your, your music gets played on Next Legacy Radio on the road on a regular basis on rotation oh, is what we do. Um, <laughs> and I had a chance to listen to a lot of your music and we was running, we was running that one song before we, you know, tapped in. And I just, I just, you just, 
it, it came from somewhere. So when did you realize that it was just, you know what, I actually do got talent? Yeah, um, it's crazy because I think I was seven when I did realize it. I kind of like literally mimicked uh, Tina Turner. My mom would pay, play What's Love Got to Do With It, like on repeat. Like, I'm like, she's going to play that again, you know. And so finally, I was like, let me show my mom like that I can sing it too. I don't think it was just, I don't know, at that age, I can't think back now, like where I was at with it, but I know I wanted to show her that I could do it too, you know, and then I just did it. And she was like in a state of shock for a minute. And she was like, we'll do it again, right? So yeah. she follows it and repeats. So that's why, like I said, when we finally linked up with my stepdad, as far as her bringing somebody in the house who was a musician, like a real musician, like performing, playing piano, you know, reading music, because I don't read music, I still don't. Um, it just made me realize, like, it's discipline and dedication to it, too. So it's not just a gift. Like, you got to sing every day. You're going to sing every day. So, like, even till, till now, like, I sing at home, like, every day. Even if it's just one song, you know, I sing something every day because I do need to be ready. You have to stay ready. So you don't have to get ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so this voice, it has to, like I'm right now, I'm sipping on my favorite tea, you know, nothing in it, just tea. Mm -hmm. And it's lemon and ginger tea, you know? So it's like, it just keeps my voice soothed. It keeps me calm, you know? But um, I, I realized it then and I realized it still now. I may not be 20, you know, I may not be 21. Look, <laughs> I can tell you how old I am. But I just know it's happening it's happening now like this is happening like what we're doing this makes me happy you know that i'm on your show and then i'm talking about you know music hey and listen you don't have to be young to make it like remember taraji started off she didn't shine until a little right? later in her life well dj and cali was talking about the other day he didn't get his first paid hit till he was 42. that's what i'm saying yeah so, Samuel L. Jackson didn't didn't come of age until later in life as well. You could there's a whole laundry list of musicians and entertainers who didn't yeah. get it get it until later. And Monique, I, I'm you know I, I could there, there's really not a, a heavy categorized uh, message as far as how certain sounds come off as because you know Whitney isn't a different one than Mariah and so on and so forth. But yeah. you carry such a tune which, I mean, I could only think of like Jewel and yourself or, Aww. you know, there's a certain flavor that you have. So when you started either writing or getting into the studio, started working, did you have to work on a specific, like, you know what, I'm gonna sound like this because I don't want to sound like these other people? No, I just, I think I always just wanted to just express myself by being myself, you know? But I do have those who I love and always will always, you know, respect like Tina Turner, Aretha, you know, Mary J. Blige is a big one for me because of the emotional attachment and relation of what she's been through, you know, um, and I grew up listening to Mary J. Even though we're not that, you know, she's maybe like five, maybe 10 years older than me. But this is the whole point. Like I grew up listening to Mary J. Blige. That's why I sing Reminisce a lot. Like when I warm up and I perform, I add that tune into my um, performances, you know, because of the fact that it's just, it's my, it's my story too, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just, it's a powerful story. Um, her music is just forever and always will be my go-to, you know. Monique, how do you feel about music now? 
you come from the you know not we're gonna talk about bay area music later because you and i like i said you i know where you're from you know what i'm saying as a as a young dude i'm sabrani park 106 oh. in the very very back so you and i go way back we're connected in a lot of different ways but right now as far as the worldwide scope of music how you feel about it <sighs> i think it's changed so much i mean i know and i, and I say that in a good and a bad way like it's evolving right it's it's evolving but at the same time it's it's being accepted to a level of where it's just it's, i think it's a little too easy you know when i say easy meaning like anybody can get on it's like you could say yabba dabba do and it's just like somebody's got a hit and it's like and, and you got a hit and you ain't talking about shit you know so it's like <laughs> that drives me crazy you know <laughs> <laughs> like, what? like how is that number one you know <laughs> and i'm not even hating it's more of man, what happened to the value of music <laughs> i mean am i wrong for saying that like, no you're right you're right it makes me mad like why is that but i mean hey if it's if, look if it's their time it's their time but it's not um timeless though as you, you know, it's like a one hit wonder kind of thing. And I think it's like, damn, like it could be so much better and so much greater. And I think Beyonce talks about it a lot. And that's why I think I don't release as much as I probably should be because not to say I'm trying to be perfect, but I do want to make sure it, it counts and it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it has to be, it has to be good. It has to be powerful, not for you, not for them, you know, because once I release it, it belongs to you anyway. It's no longer mine once I release it, other than on paper and publishing. But I have to make sure I feel good releasing something that's good. And that's why I try to work with the best producers like G. Coop. Obviously, as you've seen, he's done four or five of my songs. Um, the one you, you came in with FaceTime, Mr. Tracks, and Q Made the Beat. I mean, these are Grammy-nominated, you know, billboard producers. You know, and so I feel like if I'm going to come with it, and they don't play, like Q is real big on that, like what? Think it, do it all over again. Yeah. Like do the whole song again. Like what? <laughs> you know, yeah. he's not gonna leave. Uh, you're not gonna leave out the studio with his name on something. You know, sounding like that just because you know you're paying hourly. So I take very, very much so um, the importance of you know quality. You know, over quantity. How many? How many are you putting out? But how many good sounds are you putting out? You know, because you could have that one good sound, and that could take you, you know, to oblivion. Say you know, so I'm more on that, you know. Monique, uh, the game's cloudy. And when I mm. say that, there's a lot of gray area in mixed in with it because you have your legacy artists and your legacy songs and the people who, when it's all said and done, there doesn't matter what song they have, their catalog will withstand mm. the test of time where you, can, where you can roll it back 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years beyond, and yeah. it's still relevant today. I don't know if you, uh, Michael Jackson had that 40th anniversary and, you know, God rest his soul and everything, but, you know, his his company, they released it. Monique, he got like two or three demo songs on that, demo songs from the 80s during the Thriller days that will run rings around anything that is current. And yeah. when I say that, I'm saying this, it's it's not about how many songs you can put out. It's the quality, like you mentioned, quality. and the impact that people are going to have off yep. that vibe. 
yeah. a lot of people are rush, rush, rush. One night stands all day. Yeah, yeah. All no. day. No. It don't work like that. Absolutely. Absolutely not. <laughs> it don't work like that. I just, um, and I love Michael Jackson. I, I, how could I miss Michael? You know, like to bring his name up is like to say, like, yeah, legacy. We're talking like everything that we do now is, is Michael Jackson, you know? From the, the, you know, from the um, samples and everything else that people are using, it's, it's Michael Jackson, you know. Listen, he got three, he got three demo songs off that, off this little recent thing that literally didn't see the light of day until now that came really? out in the eighties. Where can I? Is it? Is it? Can I find that? Where can uh, I? Find I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. I'll send it to you. I would love to. But, do I, that. but I'm telling you, I'm I'm saying that because there's a lot of people in catalogs. I mean, you gotta have a strong catalog, and and you know, and I know recently, um, I want to say Anita Baker got her her got her stuff back, as far oh. as her her uh, her catalog being able to have yeah. full control. I had conversations with the Whispers, and they had to roll it back to make sure that the stuff they yeah. do now is credited, so they can get their proper uh their proper stuff. The industry is different. But you have to have a team around you that's super important, right? So with that being said, I heard you mention your guy, Q. He's like, run yeah. it back, run it back, run it back. It ain't about the money. It's about the quality that you put yeah. out. We need yeah. to see that a lot more, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And just to have people, because, I mean, I've been there. I have, I have been in studios where it's not about coming out with quality. Like, they just, they just glad to get you to pay for that hourly rate. And if it's somebody that's coming with, money and it's not the problem and you're spending a hundred dollars an hour and you've been there five hours and ain't produced nothing out of it i mean it's just you know it, it, it says a lot about the character of that producer yep. you know and so that's why i you know i get i get producers now it's crazy i feel blessed that will dm me and like you know hit me up and say you know i got this for you i got that but it's just like i don't i like everything exclusive you know first and foremost like i don't i don't want beats I can buy and I can find under somebody else. I will I will be very honest and say I thank God for G Coop. Um I know he's signed now and super busy. You know, G Coop also produces Money Long. He produces Drake, Katy Perry, yeah. produces some really, really amazing people and he's right in the East Oakland. You know, very humble. Um, but one thing I can say, I've never heard my music anywhere. I've never played my music on YouTube and somebody else's name comes up under my shit. Because I know that I can respect him. Same with Mr. Tracks and he makes the beat. And so that's why I just people wonder, what are you doing? Well, I'm not working with you. You know, I'm, hey, I'm gonna hey, wait hey, until hey. <laughs> when hey. I feel like it's ready to go back to one of those guys, you know, right. or if they're available, or somebody that's been um uh, recommended to me, you know, by somebody who's worthy. And I think it's very crucial because I'm big on paper. Big mm -hmm. on Paper King. And I've had people who really will not work with me because of the fact that I want paperwork. I want, you know, I want to talk about publishing. You know, I want to talk about credits and they won't do it. They don't want to do it. So they don't get me on their on their music. And that's fair. I mean, anybody, yeah. I mean, again, if people watch out for people, that should never be a sore subject for anybody to tap into. Business. Ever. Over everything. Business, like, it's, why would you not want business first? Exactly. You know, so I think that's part of what, going back to your question, circling back, is what is 
the problem in the industry. There's not enough conversations about the business. And the next thing you know, you're in court, you know, somebody then, you know, wonder why five different artists are basically their music is on the same beat. You know, and it's because they didn't read that it's not it's not exclusively yours. You don't right. own it. And, so, and, and Monique, that's always been an industry uh, issue for me because yeah. I may not be an artist like that, but I believe in anything that you put, you know, sweat, tears, emotional moments, things of that nature, you have a right to be able to use and utilize that stuff. Now, it may not be in your studio or the song may not have been written solely by you or that beat may not have been your beat, but you own that piece just like they do. Like they and the do. fact that the industry doesn't look at it that way is weird to me. It's like, you know, I always hear these stories about, you know, because remember, Taylor Swift, Ashanti, all these people had to redo their music to make their music their own. And, yeah. you know, all the producers are pissed. Crazy yeah. how that happens, right? It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah. I believe in, in a fraternity. There should always be and I'm just, I'm spitballing this, but I feel like you you would know where I'm coming from. Anybody in the industry that's putting in this kind of work should have some kind of longevity situation where they just like, you know, I'm not saying off top all pension, but damn it, give me a pension, some medical, yes. whatever, you know what I mean? Stuff like yes. that. This a billion dollar company that's on the backs of a lot of people who's putting that stuff out there. And you see all these stories about people not having medical and all yeah. that stuff is crazy, girl. It's crazy. But I will say, you know, if you find out when you find out more, like I think when you spend more time, because I mean, I'm guilty sometimes of not, you know, um, still doing more and more research as I should. But from what yeah. I have learned, um, even just about the Grammys, you know, um, what they've done, you know, for people, especially during the Academy or, or during the pandemic, excuse me, during the Academy. I'm trying to go to the Academy Awards. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking about going to the Academy. Like, what's going on? But during during the pandemic, they had they came out with like programs for people, you know, who obviously were not performing. Whether you have been a mainstream artist or you know an artist aspiring, and you just can't get shows because masks are required or vaccinations are required, but they still uh, provide um, you know grants to people. So like, like you really have to find. I mean, we're talking about not just grants, obviously for Recording. I'm talking about grants to pay your rent, yeah. grants to pay your mortgage. Yeah, you know, and it's not. Um, it doesn't take a, a a whole lot. It's just letting them know what's going on, um, and they will help you. It may just be once, but it's out there. It's available to you. So I know the Grammys are doing something. ASCAP has something similar too, but you just have. They're not going to call you. You have That's to like literally. Yeah, you got to go on right. their site. Absolutely yeah, and apply. Right. Yeah. Yep, you got to do a little digging. And again, it goes back to what we were saying before. You got to have a team around you too that's yeah. that's ready to that's ready to have your back and support said artists or you know the team around you because you know I'm not saying you're you're only as good as your team, but damn it, you you're gonna survive a lot longer if you have a good team around you that's yeah. really looking out for your best interest, though, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I have some family members who I I, I only trust when it comes to my music, when it, um, who I only trust when it comes to what's coming next, you know, revealing certain things too. Um, and one of my, my favorites, of course, I have a, an amazing aunt who is just 
honest to God with me, my auntie Marion, and she always will tell me like, no matter how far you go, no matter what you do in this industry, don't ever let me see you getting no plastic surgery. I don't want to see your nose changing, your lips, your, your breast size, like, you know, and you need that. Like, that's who you need, you know, because that's what will happen. You'll find yourself in this place, in this space where you think you're not pretty enough or you're not small enough. And next thing you know, you, you know, you're laying on the table and, and, and you're dead because you were trying to impress, you know, people in the, in the camera box here. You know, it's terrible, so. terrible, sweetheart. Listen, you hear stories about not just the BBLs, but I mean, I heard yeah. old stories about people taking out a rib just so they could be a certain size as far as they waist or whatever. Like you would, I you know. hear all that, you hear all that stuff, and I'm like, damn, is that deep? Like, is that deep where you just want to impress somebody that's not yourself? You know what I mean? Like, you want to spend all this money or some or not, maybe not all your money, maybe it's given to you as a gift, whatever the case may be, which can't happen. I get yeah. it. That's fine. But are you really going to invest that in you and let nature take its course? Or how about this? How about you just go work out and do what you got to do? Or, or, or how about this? How about you just go? How about you just figure it out on your on your own so you can be able to be appreciative of what you have yeah. versus what is paid for? How about that? How about that? <laughs> You're so funny, and I'm, I'm doing that too. Like it's, it's working out is not easy. I will say that, but nah, it's discipline. The feeling when you do do it, I can tell you, I feel real good, and I do yeah. feel like you know when you're running or walking, you're running towards what you know you're going to be feeling like and looking like. And it's not even just the look; it's more of the mentality. Like just like endorphins start going off. I'm moving. I'm hyped up all day. The energy is just—it's a whole nother level. So. Listen. Trying to do a, a a three or four mile compared to like six months ago, I'm like, damn, I could do this. Okay. Like I couldn't do it six months ago, but yeah. I'm doing it now. When you see That's certain progression, when yeah. you see certain progressions for that, it's it's you you can't you can't lose for that because it's something that you you know what I could see where I started and where I'm at now, and that's that's important. Yeah. Um, before I talk to you more about singles and stuff like that, you know I gotta we from the town, so Bay Area music. Where's that? <laughs> Where's that? Besides you, where's that? Oh, my God. You know, I'm still like on this whole hip hop thing. I do like Swap. You know, um, I met him out at um, Oaktown Soul event. Um, I would have to say um, Shantae, of course, you know, LaRussell, you know, come on now. These guys, I mean, and I'm not just talking about sounding good. I'm talking about making an impact, you no know, doubt. as far as I love that he um, just talks a lot about, you know, independence, you know, reminds me of like a, a, a today's Nipsey hustle, you know, like giving back to the community when he was talking about like, you know, the restaurant out there in Vallejo, like that he kind of revamped and, and made sure, you know, the people, of course, that you can come in anytime. And if you can't afford to pay $15 and pay what you can, you know, because you know, it's not just, he's not just talking about in his music. He talks a lot about, you know, 501 c you know, right. nonprofit. But it's like, it makes sense to talk to a musician about that. Like, do you really know, like, if you do that, you won't be like overly taxed, taxed if you're just coming out as a corporation. So just dropping game to people. Um, who else? I've interviewed some amazing artists, but I've also can say Young Lot, shout out to Young Lot, um, Money Tut, those guys, always and forever amazing. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people out here doing this. Of course, still E40. I always will forever be an E40 fan. Legacy, he's uh, the legacy bay yeah. guy, like straight up, for sure. Uh, yeah, so 
here here's my thing when it comes to that like you mentioned a lot uh, you mentioned a lot right now and i i just feel like you know it, it's not as celebrated as it once was because you're of your legacy artists you think about e40 too short and yeah. bank you think about you know the 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 classic icons that that was in front of us you know what i'm you know what i mean but i feel like music in certain pockets don't or is not as celebrated as it once was um due to the mainstream dominance which is the reason why we have shows like this so we could be able yeah. to bring these people up though it's Thank it God. sounds like it's complicated but it's not we it's need not. more of this and i know you feeling me right yeah i'm definitely feeling you i love everything you're doing and um it's like i said for me to be you know doing it too <laughs> i just feel like i feel i was talking to somebody about the day like i don't even know where it began but i do know i, I got a, a chance to interview an artist uh, by the name of e rain out of uh, new york future new york and i just asked him one day because he you know what he did he had posted me singing um when i had because i had been off instagram king for like almost three years and okay. when i came back the first day i came back tyler perry was doing that um gospel something like everybody post challenge something something sing something gospel and i was saying something you know about um you know the lord basically and and this guy he rang took my video from my page just snatched it and just posted it on his page and i was like who is this you know and he was like you know uh basically the comment under the caption under it was like you know sharing is you know it's free you know it's, okay. it's free to be able to share somebody's talent he was like listen at this right. artist and he left it up there. He was like, I'm doing a 48-hour promo, free promo. And he left it up there. And I was like, oh, my God. So immediately I followed him. And then I just out the blue one day um, asked, could I interview him? You know, and I'm like, I'm not even a, a you know, journalist or anything yet. I'm like, I'm going to interview you. And he was like, what are we going to talk about? And I said, we're going to talk about your music. Yeah. And he said, let me get back to you. And he got back to me two weeks later. And I created the face behind the music. And and he um, he's like, okay, I'm going to be on your show. And I said, okay, let's do it. So I said, I'll do your flyer. Da, 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 da. Long story short, uh, he basically told everybody on his page, made the announcement with the flyer I created that he was going to be on the face behind the brand, right? Total mistake, but it wasn't because I was like, oh my God. So it made it bigger than what we were talking about, even with music. It's like what yeah. we're talking about. We're talking about journalism. We're talking about you know, athletes, we're talking about anybody that has a brand. And the smartest guy, like he was just like, make sure you get this trademark immediately. And I did that, like in 24 hours, took six months, you know, to get that back. And, no and the rest is history. Yeah, and here we are like 143 episodes later, you know, I just feel like, I feel thankful because it's one artist after another telling people, you know, and that's, it's the word of mouth that, you know, they feel good coming to the show. And um, and here we are. So. Direct some traffic to your spot. Where where where's this where's this going down? Like so basically, uh, if you know about my Instagram, my Instagram spots are uh, Monique Marie Music, and of course, the face behind the brand is actually underscore the face behind the brand. I used to interview just on Instagram as I was trying to build, but now because I'm do dealing with a lot of artists with music, I'm more about the monetization piece of it. So now I. Similar to what you're doing, except I like how yours is like, 
doing a cross. I need to get more information on that. This is, I mean, hey, this, girl, we're gonna work together close. So, <laughs> you know, it's all love right here, though. So, yeah, you know we so do. basically, now I um, upload it to YouTube because when you upload to YouTube, they capture the publishing, as you know. Uh, when you're editing the people's music, even if it's 30 seconds, if your music is running, it's now the face behind the brand YouTube channel. So, you know, um, yeah, so anything, anything I've, anyone I've interviewed, their story, their, everything is there at the face behind the brand on YouTube. I, I love the fact that you're multi, you know, task oriented, you're doing music, plus you got yeah. that journalism hat on and you're trying to figure it all out in the process. Yeah. So, you and I will have dialogue because there you got you got to squeeze this monetization a lot more, and I'm gonna put you up on some game with okay. with some of the stuff that I'm doing, and you know I'm putting this out there on public street for the people out there. I'm gonna work with this girl Monique. She's got it. Oh my god, I feel so thankful. And we will too. we will put something together where it's gonna work. You know what I'm saying to both our okay. advantage. Because I feel like you believe in the same mission that I have is to yeah. you know, let others be that next legacy. You know what I mean? I, like and I love the name, King. I mean, so powerful and timeless, you know, what you're doing. So I appreciate you so much. You can't lose when, you know what I'm saying, when people are gearing towards that, though. So what's up with the um, singles? Any Anything new? What's what's going I'm on to the team? We got a direct profit. Um, yeah, I'm working on some things. So the music right now that I, I think the last single I put out was last year. That was also um, called Undercover Hater. It was produced by G. Coop, who I was talking about earlier. Um, G. Coop, of course, is again amazing producer um, right here. I'm, I'm not in Oakland, but right in the Bay Area, right in East Oakland. And um, that's on all platforms. You can hear that on Spotify, iTunes, um, Apple Music. It's everywhere. YouTube. Um, I'm working on something new. Um, been prioritizing the magazine though, because I'm putting out a you know, face behind the brand magazine. Um, so I've been trying to focus on that and finishing up some things with that. But I've got some music on the way. I'm excited about it. I can't talk about it too much, um, but it, it's coming. That's all I can say. <laughs> I mean, listen, I still believe in breaking records. So can I get an exclusive? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, can, can I would that? love. To, yeah absolutely I, this that's it's that's it let's do it breaking records celebrating yeah. all that all that old vibe stuff that meant something to artists and to the industry when you heard something for the very first time you was listening you be like oh yeah that's me like I'm listen you i would get love that. next legacy to break my next single we gotta get that vibe back though. That's that's love right there. So I'm I'm all I'm all in and I'm all for it. And um before we close, and I'm I'm gonna have you clearly just kind of go around and shout out all direction to all social media platforms and things like that. But before you do that, um I gotta ask you, what's your best music decade ever? If you had to choose a decade, what decade mm -hmm. would that be? I would have to say. God, I'm gonna say the '80s. I don't know why I just popped in my. <laughs> don't, don't 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 shake your head, girl. I'm with you. Why though? Because pop, because Michael, because all the singers, not singers, singers, right? Um, and just I'm going back. I'm thinking about Stephanie Mills right now. Like when I say the '80s, come on now. I'm, I'm Whitney just, in her heyday. Whitney yeah, in her heyday. Disco. You know, and then of course, of course, the '90s came right after. But that '80s 
that 80s, I think, is what pushed the 90s to come out with like who I was talking about earlier, like Mary J. Blige and stuff like that. They were getting it from the 80s, you know, should even Tupac. I mean, he was getting, he got a lot of his, you know, the 80s was the big push, I think, for a lot of pop, R&B, rock, you know, um, and obviously, you know, uh, you know, just gospel will ever and forever be part of R&B. You know, people try to separate it. But, um, you know, Ray Charles, those types of artists. I mean, 80s is just forever to me the, the best decade Listen, ever. Listen, I, I don't even need to tell you the reason why I love the 80s. You just said it for why? me. Why? So Michael you Jackson? Just, nah, not just that. Just everything. Everything was winning back then. Hip-hop at a tight. You had yeah. rock, light rock, heavy, whatever. Like, everything was winning at that particular time. And gospel got to... There, there's always moments. I was talking to somebody earlier about gospel, and it's just like gospel, no matter what, will bring me to tears if I'm happy, if I'm going through something, whatever the case may be. If you wanna, if you wanna change your life, throw on some gospel all day. Like seriously, that's gonna take you into a whole self-discovery journey or a reflection journey that you will never, ever, ever have. But Absolutely. let me say, let me say this: that right there, I don't care where you're listening to it your relationship with your higher power, whoever you believe in, is going to be on full spectrum when you yeah. throw on some gospel, though. Am I lying? I don't think I, I am. I listen to a gospel song every morning. And um, it's her name is Kayla Richards. She just came out. But I mean, I, I listen. It's funny because it's like it comes on automatically. I listen to it so much. Yeah. <laughs> when I get in the car, yeah. it, just, it just goes right to it. I'm like, okay, I need this. So That's it. So it's, and I'm putting her on. I've never met her before, never interviewed her. She would be a good one, too, for your show. Um, it's called So Good, and it's by Kayla Richardson. And she just, it just goes, you know. It's just, like, powerful. It's everything you've been through and everything you're going through, but still, like, telling you, you still, you feel, you still feel so good through, you know, even the, you know, the challenges, because you know what's on the other side of that. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I love it. Monique, give you shout outs, Queen. I'll give a shout out before I want. I want to give a shout out to you. Okay, how about that? Um, I want to start and just. I actually want to give you a gift. Um, you know, can I do that for you? Absolutely. It's not a gospel, but it's what you just was talking about. It just makes me feel good, and it's Dr. Nina Simone. You know, so um, this is for you for everything you're doing. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Birds flying high, you know how I feel, sun in the sky, you know.
give a shout out to all the radio stations, of course, uh, as I come, because I'm coming. <laughs> uh, 106, you know, all these wonderful, wonderful places. You know, we've been around the Bay for so long, so 102.9. Um, I give a shout out, obviously, just to my family, you know, family over everything. Uh, rest in peace to my cousin, Nolly, um, who believed in me when I was slowly almost not believing in myself to introduce me to Garvey, who introduced me to G. Coop. I introduced, you know, it's just crazy. I give a shout out to my cousin Mimi, um, who of course is kind of experiencing that loss right now of her brother, Nolly, uh, my little cousins, um, Kamaya and Lunu. Um, I give a shout out to my mommy, my daddy, my aunties and my uncles, my cousin Shauna. You know, we can go on all day. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the face behind the brand again is my um, platform where you can find me on YouTube, underscore the face behind the brand. You can find me on IG and Monique Marie Music um, also on IG and Miss Monique uh, Marie on Twitter. That's what's up. In closing, <laughs> Monique, you're going you gonna to stir up my emotional soul right now. So I don't even know if I'm going to be able to sleep now. That's how I'm feeling. Like. Well, I'm feeling good. And I want you to feel Listen, good. <laughs> you got me feeling, you know, you got me feeling better than good. So, you know, oh, listen, I, I appreciate the gift <laughs> because it is a gift. It's God's gift. And um, I appreciate you giving that extension, not just to me, but, you know, for right now at this moment. But also, I appreciate you for continuing to um, put out music for the people because you're absolutely right. You said this earlier where. um once you release a song, you're releasing yeah. it to the people. It's no longer yours. Yeah. Um, and people fail to realize that when you do, you're giving pieces of your soul, your music soul, even your soul soul to the people out there who are listening and absorbing your energy. And I feel like a lot of people need to realize that and recognize, um, you know, the effort as well. So I appreciate you. Um, I will message you my information because we we got a lot to unpack though like seriously you and me yeah you and me um because there's a lot that you're doing ties into a lot that i'm doing there's a lot and again and i'm just put it like this better together you know this you know this well bringing value and you know i'm definitely again thankful because this is bringing value of course to what i'm doing and vice versa i'd like to assist and do anything i can do to bring value to next legacy and vice versa. So that's how we don't do it. Monique Marie, yes. <laughs> my queen. Thank I appreciate you. you. I appreciate you too. Have a good night.